Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without having to worry about losing them. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. I'd like to give a special shout-out to all of our Patreon patrons out there. For as little as $5, $10 a month, you can help support Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, help keep us going, and get access to all kinds of crazy bonus episodes. We've got like 40-something on there now. There's lost episodes. There's a lot of things we record exclusively for the patron. There's bonus clips. There is special sections. There's interviews with all the hosts. You'll also get access to our special Facebook group that's just for Patreon, so you can meet other like-minded teachers who love the podcast and chat with the hosts on there, because we're on there all the time. It's pretty awesome. Oh, and the newest thing we're doing on Patreon, it's pretty cool. You can actually listen to us record live and send in questions. We did one of those live. Last week, and we're going to try to do this a couple more times a month. And you also get to hear the first about of our events, like this upcoming step bet that we have going on October 11th. If you're interested in losing a little bit of weight or getting a little motivated to exercise, download the step bet app and use the code TNAD4 to join the Teacher Needs a Drink step bet. It's going to start on October 11th, and you can win a little money as well as keep walking. It's a really cool thing. You should do it. Last but not least, I do want to thank the patrons because I never got around to that. Here we go. Big thank you to Ariana L, Jessica H, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Wiaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah N. Thank all of you. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher, or you know a theater teacher in your building, or you're some English or history teacher that got stuck doing the after-school drama club, go to ludlamdramatics.com this website has all kind of resources to help you teach drama and theater tips and techniques. It is best. It's the greatest resource because there is jack shit in the teacher store for it. Last but not least, I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. Go check them out. They have the best treats in the world. They are affordable. You can get them on a teacher budget. All right, my friends, enjoy this episode number 103. About it. I'm happy you're here. All right, friends, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Count Chocolate. What's up? What's up? And I don't know why there's music playing, but I swear I'm going to try to get it to stop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no worries. I'm glad you're here. Also joining us today is Miss Sparkles. Hey, y'all. We're wrapping up like our first, is it six weeks, nine weeks here? Six weeks. Yeah, first six weeks here. And it feels like it's been a whole semester. And there are some kids where it feels like it's still day one. And I am just kind of tired and cashed out. I worked with a group of young kids today, like I think I want to say like four and five year olds. And it was an after school thing. And holy shit, I, I regret my choices. Like I get paid really good money to do it, but oh my God. Oh my God. Some of those kids are wild little beasts. I was walking to my car after school. I saw a kid slap his mom. 
He is what? four years old. He slapped her in the face when she was telling him, like bent down, telling him to do something. And she just kept going, hey, sweetie, no, you can't do that. Blah, blah. Like she never even, what you would call, addressed the fact that she just got slapped in the face by a four-year-old. And like, I get you don't hit your kids. I get you. You got to mention that. You got to say, no. Right. Pull the paw away. Don't let them do that. You don't just keep going with whatever you're saying. And this isn't some way off on the spectrum or something like that. He's just, you know, a spoiled little shit. Oh, Holy my gosh. Fuck. I was wondering why it was so wild. Then I saw him slap his mama and nothing happened. I was like, I'd be dead. I would have got smacked back harder. So I had a couple of those. But the thing is, it only takes like two or three kind of crappy kids in a class to, to you know, make it crazy and make it nutty. Even yeah. if the rest of the kids are sweet little angel babies. Ooh. So that was my day today. was wrapping that up, watching that kid slap his mom. And I got in the car and I was like, I got to go. But what's going on with you, Miss Sparkles? Tell us what's where you at. So it's the end of the first six weeks. Well, Friday was the end of the first six weeks. And now uh, we're putting in progress report grades. I'm exhausted. Like losing two weeks to having COVID was Ugh. the worst. So I've really only I've really only been in school four weeks of the six weeks. But I have a bunch of kids failing. I'm sending home notes tomorrow and their parents have to sign them to bring it uh, and the kid has to bring it back if they want to get any kind of makeup work to pass. And I'm just tired. Like I'm just exhausted. You were right. It feels like it's already been a whole semester and it's only been six weeks. It's killer that way. And I think the worst part is I think for you coming back from a sub, do you think the subs what made a lot of the kids just get into zero mode or you just have a lot of kids who are just, you know, dead weight in a classroom. I, don't want I mean, a little, weight. I think a little, a little of both, you know, some kids had the sub and they just didn't do anything while the sub was there, even though everything was posted online. And then they just are now like, well, I'm not going to do anything, which like, that's cool if that's how you want to live your life, but I'm going to follow the rules of my district, which is you have to reach out to parents to let them know that their child is failing. I'm Here reaching. Go. Here it goes. Um, And then that way I also have it documented of like this parent knew their kid was failing. They signed it here. I gave the kid the makeup work, whether they do it or not to get a 70. That's not my problem anymore. Count, what's going on with you? We're in and out of the classrooms, a lot of guidance lessons. We got FAFSA opens up on October 1st. So, you know, by the time listeners get this in a day or two, they'll, uh, it'll be official. And I have forgotten that there's only so much federal's aid and it really is first come, first serve. Yeah. Um, and that thing is a pain in the butt to fill out. It just takes a long time. You need 9,000 different documents and tax records and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, we're going to try to make it work. And students are doing well. Um, they're getting really squirrely already. After six weeks, you kind of start to show your butt. And um, yeah. that's not going well for teachers. But we're making it work. We're doing our best. If if we could get rid of all the TikTok crap, we'd be well, all right. Here's the deal. I think the TikTok thing's going, not TikTok is going away, but I think this TikTok devious licks thing is on its last legs. Most school districts have taken a a really hard line towards any kind of vandalism. And I know there's been a lot of uh, fear mongering going on with like, I see people posting on Facebook and like, hey, the school district in Washington has like the next 12 months of TikTok devious licks. And like almost all of them have like slap a teacher in the face. The kind of balls it takes to slap a teacher in the face is way less common than the balls for some kid to be in a bathroom alone to rip off a soap dispenser or to break a mirror or something like that or to steal a toilet roll. Because there are a lot of kids will go steal shit right? like that. And that's nothing. Like almost any kid will at least try to do that. Not any kid's going to go and slap a teacher and have someone record it. 
And those kinds of kids, I mean, Sparkles and I were talking about this earlier. They probably would have tried to do it anyway. I mean, like one of the things was like poke a teacher in the tit or grab an ass. Like, yeah, <laughs> those idiots who are going to do that and film themselves, they're getting caught instantly. That's going to have like instant repercussions. This isn't like someone's going to wait a day to notice the bathroom's fucked up. They're going to know and say, hey, I just cla- got slapped in the face. You're going to the SRO officer right now. Exactly. Or like you just poked a teacher's tit. You are never coming back in my class. Well, unfortunately, probably back <laughs> in your classroom. But There is part of me that would want to cut a bitch. And yeah. then there is the part of me that would just calmly walk to the office and tell them if this is not handled appropriately... I quit. What kind of protections do we have where we can say, you know what? The school was told of this behavior and they failed to do anything to prevent this. Could you sue the school for not protecting you as a teacher? That's a good question. I don't actually know. Because that's the kind of lawsuit where if you've proven that there's like a clear danger and they're not doing anything about it and they know about it and they're aware of it, but they just keep letting it go, that they are liable for whatever injuries come from it. And that's like workers comp type stuff. I wonder, could you school sue a school district because like a kid stabs you or a kid attacks you? And it's been said this is a pro- problem. You're not, no one's giving you backup. No one's there. They're I'm sure this has been attempted because I know teachers have been assaulted by students. Oh, yeah. Not going to sue the student. And the students have, I mean, because of generally they're minors, not much is going to happen to them. Could you hold the school liable for not being administration? I think you could if you can document that they knew there was a threat and did nothing about it. I'm really curious about this. I'm sure someone out there has been through this. I, I <laughs> hope I would keep my job. That's all I'm good. That's final answer. This message comes from our Teacher Needs a Drink contact page. Uh, from that white Chinese teacher. Hey, y'all. So I have a problem that I want to share with you guys and get your input on. I am in my first year teaching during COVID. Yay. But COVID aside, my first year teaching has so far been really fun and fulfilling. Oh, that's good. I also moved out of state for a job I secured in a rural area in the Midwest. I'm from Oklahoma. The school is amazing. The kids are amazing, even though they were not too keen on learning Chinese at first. After attending the Kansas City Pride Parade, I put my new rainbow flag in my pencil cup on my desk. I also wear a rainbow lanyard. I myself am not gay, but I am an ally. I have had a student come out as trans within the first few days of school and others who just generally feel accepted and safe simply because I ask their pronouns and have a flag Otherwise, I do not actively mention my allyship or expect other students to do the same. However, some parents have emailed my school saying I am pushing an agenda on my students. Lame. I took the flag down, but some peers and a student noticed, and I felt like a failure. Was taking down that flag good for anyone, or was it just an easy out? I recently put it back in my cup as an FU to the homophobes and to take a stand for my students. Good for you. Yeah. That same day, the emails came in again. None of my students have ever complained to me directly. I am the only teacher at the school with any pride-related things in the classroom, and the only teacher students seem to trust on the matter. Not that my admin is not supportive. They are just not out about it. Haha. One of my admin told me today that if the school board heard about it and agreed with parents, they could deny my contract renewal for no reason and legally get away with it. 
Yeah. I have contacted an attorney and I'm waiting to hear back. What do you guys think? What would you do? I'm torn. I I really am. Here's the thing is I wouldn't want to take a sticker off a personal cup. I think that's a personal piece of property. And it's like them telling you to take a rainbow sticker off your car. That's that's your own thing. It has nothing to do with them. I, I think it's really, really shitty that people are complaining. I wouldn't back down over a sticker on my cup. I don't believe it would get to school board levels, but that is the power of the school board. If they want to be dicks and fire you, they can fire you for whatever reason they want. They are the school board. We need people who are willing to stand up and at least make things visible and say, hey, I'm not gay, but this is fine. There is nothing wrong with this. And... Yep. That's part of the reason things are a lot more comfortable than they were 10 years ago, 15 yeah. years ago, 30 years ago, is because it just became more visible. And people realized, oh, my cousin's also gay, or my four of the people I work with are gay, instead of them having to hide. I don't know. I think you just need to make the people who are hateful about it feel uncomfortable because you are people they know. It's hard to hate the things you like and the things you know. Yep. It's easy to hate a stranger and hate someone who doesn't really exist to you. But when you know these people, you're like, oh, they are normal human beings who love and feel and shit just like all of us do. (laughs) So why are we treating them like they are not normal? It it just doesn't make sense. And I think if all these people keep trying to make it common, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to delay the inevitable of everyone going, oh, this is just who people are. It's fucked up, but the school board does have the power. Honestly, it kind of boils down to, do you really want to work in a shitty district where they want to fire you just because you put a rainbow flag on a cup? I would be willing to say, you know what? fuck it, uh, let's see what kind of contract I can find next year. If they want to fight a battle over that, because that's a battle that's going to get publicized. At some point, yeah. And what's sick, though, is you can't really stop in class and explain, hey, I have this here because of this, because then they might say you really are pushing agenda because you took 10 minutes to talk about it. But if it's just there, what can they do? In case no one has noticed, I am definitely an ally. I don't know that I would want to stay at a place that would tell me that I'm not allowed to put that out there to my students, I wouldn't feel comfortable in an environment like that because I, as an ally, would feel like I'm having to hide a part of myself that could be really beneficial to my kids, you know, a part that lets them know that I'm on their side. I would keep my rainbow flag in my cup. I wouldn't say anything about it. I probably wouldn't acknowledge it outside of just having it there. If a kid asked me about it, I'd say, oh yeah, I got it at Pride. I'm just leaving it at that. And I mean, I, cause I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of doing the kind of subtle rainbow thing. Like I've got a, a rainbow border around one of my bulletin boards. And I also just really love rainbows aesthetically. <laughs> I find them aesthetically pleasing. So I, I mean, I do. I no, just like, I just like that them anyway. That makes me think of like the Dave Chappelle page. He's like, I just find fried chicken delicious. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just, it just is. <laughs> like, like I'm having this conversation with y'all um, laying under a rainbow blanket at this moment. Like I just, that I've had since like fourth grade. I, it's my comfort object. Um, but I would want my kids to know that I'm there for them. So I would leave the flag in the cup. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't make it a big deal. I would keep wearing my rainbow lanyard. And if people have a problem with it, and but they don't come to me directly, then the problem is theirs. 
And if that means the district doesn't want to keep me, then unfortunately the kids are the ones who are going to miss out. But you're going to always be able to find another amazing school with amazing students and amazing admin. They are out there. They are, and a lot of places are hiring right now because a lot of people are hitting the streets because they're yep. kind of bullshit. So yep. it's out there. But Count, what about you? How would you handle this? I mean, would you would you go on that hill? Yeah, if, if I'm going to die, that's a hill I die on. Um, I l- realistically would keep that flag up. I'd keep my lanyard. And, you know, because students want to be seen and they want to feel like they have been heard and they have been seen. And 100%. That they're yes. not alone. And so hopefully that they have allies, they have friends, they have people who if they don't understand, are willing to attempt and try to understand and will support. If you see anyone that you know is affiliated with how you feel and and, and who you are, I'm telling you, it changes everything. It changes the conversations you can have on a daily basis with, especially with the adults, the adults that you have around you. So um, I'm I'm flying it. I'm putting it in the cup. It's around my neck. I'm going to make sure that my students are seen. I remember having a rainbow flag on something like, well, aren't they going to think you're gay? And I'm not, but does that really matter? If that's the problem they have with me, then um, I think they got their own problems going on. The fact that it's more okay to hate something and ban it because you don't like it than opposed to welcoming or having a conversation about it is baffling to me. That it's easier for the district, you know what? People don't like this, so we got to get rid of it as opposed to, you know what, this should be visible. I just wish uh, school districts would stop sticking their heads in the sand about the existence of differences and diversity. You know, easiest thing for them to do, and that's why they do it, is just to bury their head in the sand and pretend Mm -hmm. it's not a problem. But like, guess what? There are gay students out there. There are trans non-binary, asexual, questioning. I mean, students of of all types, right? And we need to respect all all of that. But for our students who come from marginalized communities, we need to make sure they know that there is some adult who cares for them and who is on their side. Like I said, if, 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 a school board's not cool with me subtly making that apparent to my students, then that's not the place. That's not the place you need to be because that's not the place where you, one of your strengths is being recognized. And that is your strength as an ally to help these kids get through a really rough time in their life. High school sucks for everyone. Middle school sucks for everyone. And nothing gets helped by people putting their heads in the sand and just ignore, ignoring problems that are going on right in front of their faces. That's why we have high pregnancy rates and STD rates in high school is because yes. they don't want to acknowledge that high schoolers have sex. Even though with these same it. people were in high school, they were either having sex or horny as hell. Amazing that in like the 10 years from when they're in high school to when they're a teacher, like, yeah, we don't talk about that. It doesn't exist. Like you did this. You went through the same period. People have been horny 13 through 18 year olds forever, forever. That's not a new thing. I know the grandparents, same thing. That's why they got married when they were 17, because that's just the only way they can get away with it. So this week, several of our Teacher Needs a Drink friends have shared posts of pictures they took in their bathroom stalls. And this isn't TikTok related. It's fucking admin related, where admin has put 
pretty much PD, uh, professional development worksheets on the stalls when people are pooping. Yeah, it has like a QR code for you to complete some kind of professional development while you're taking a shit or like different little tech tech tips that you should learn while you're in there. Like they won't let you just take a crap or just get away from the classroom and like play on your phone for a few minutes. They want you to nonstop be working. Have you guys seen this in your school? Have you guys had experience with it? This is mind boggling that some admin thinks that someone on the crapper is actually going to sit on their phone and start like doing professional development. That this is the place to target them. Sparkles? So um, my old school had something like this, but it was like reminders, right? So it was not like professional development. It would be like, part of it was like, here's some important dates over the next two weeks. There'd be a really big meme on it that was really funny about like how terrible teaching is. There would be, here are some groups that won awards, since the last time it was called the potty press, which I, I love alliteration. So I was into it. Um, you know, so it was like news for you to look at while you were in the toilet, or it would be like a reminder that we had professional development, but there was no QR code. Like they were not expecting me to like be on my phone while I'm pooping and also working on my canvas course at the same time. Right. Like yeah. it was just meant as like a little newsletter, like, Here's some reminders. Here's a funny meme. Look, it's in pretty colors. Enjoy your poop. Um, I would totally vandalize the shit out of that. <laughs> I, would start I thought it was in. cute. It was cute. Um, but if there was one that cute. was literally like, do this QR code while you're here in the bathroom, I would rip it off the wall and, and put it in the toilet and pee on it. But that's just what one of our people shared with us was one that was a QR code for PD right. to do while you're doing number two. And I think it literally said that with like a cute little face and like, no, screw you. Yeah, like, no, no, no I this, will not be doing that. Thank you. This is about as private time as I can get. This is like during the rare moment that I can get away and actually use the bathroom. Uh, uh-uh, no, I would rip it down. I would mark it up. I would, oh, here's what I would do. Uh-huh. I would get my own, like I'd take a screenshot and get a copy of the PDF and I would post a, like a QR code, to, like a porn site or something or something <gasps> really inappropriate. So whoever clicked on that QR code, I mean, I'm sorry, they're trying to do the right thing. It'd be like Bunny who gets like Bunny O'Hare would be the one. It would be it. Bunny. Look, look she'd be like, you know, they want me to do it. I'll do it real quick. And she'll click on it, and then she'd be the one who gets busted for porn. So Bunny O'Hare, I'm sorry if you're the one. Does it count? How would you handle the, the QR code and the pooper? Listen, I, I want nothing to do with that. The And I have seen this in previous schools, not my current oh. one. The one I actually enjoyed was they'd have a feature on books. I think our librarian would put something up about what book are you reading this month or what heritage month is it this month and where you can find associated reading. Or what te- what specific teachers are reading? Never anything PD related. There's no way ever I would give up that time. Man, do you know how many people go into the bathroom to cry? There's no yeah. way at any point would I want someone to be like sniffling and crying and then being like, "I'm just finishing my PD now." Like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> it's got to be cathartic. Go ahead and get that out, and then we'll go on elsewhere. But. If it's not just information or jokes or funny, I, I would read a comic strip or I would read an advertisement or something. But there's no way if you put something educational, there is absolutely no way if you put something educational, is that what I'm going to want to do at a urinal or while popping a squat on a toilet? 
Hey guys, <gasps> guess what? What? We have a Patreon! Wait, I don't know what that means. Please explain it to me. That's right. We have a Patreon for as little as $5 to $10 a month. You get access to lots and lots and lots of bonus content for Teacher Needs a Drink podcast that you can only get on the Patreon. There's lost episodes. There's exclusive episodes. There's movie reviews. We have reviews from all kinds of stuff, from Kindergarten Cop and the faculty. And I don't know. We've done a lot of them at this point. So my brain's kind of farting on that. You get access to watch parties. We just did a Teacher Needs a Drink podcast watch party of The Breakfast Club last week. Weekend. Count was there. It was awesome. And then this coming month, we've got a couple of things. We're going to do another watch party in October. We have on October 11th, we're starting our fourth step bet for any teachers who want to get a little motivated and join a group of teachers to, you know, get a little exercise. You can join this step bet where you download the step bet, use the code TNAD4, and it will get you signed up where you get motivated to walk every day. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. You can win a little money while you're at it too. And then also we have our newest one where every so often during the month we do a live recording of Teacher Needs a Drink where guests in the Patreon can listen in and even call in. We had our first one of those last week. It was pretty sweet. So yeah, you need to join our Patreon and do it now. Woohoo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah. Do it! Our options are, would you rather have genitals that whistle like a teapot when you're aroused, or furiously masturbate over the open casket at a wake? Now, here's the one thing. One of these is a one-time occurrence, and the other is every single time. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. Could this be like I start, like, jerking it when I'm, like, 73 at a wake? It's like, rawr! And then, like, the rest of my life, I was like, yeah, remember when Elvis went crazy when he was 70-something? Yeah, that was sad. Or, like, be the guy who, like, he's at the pool and all of a sudden you hear, like, a whistle going around or something. The idea of having a whistling penis sounds kind of funny. I'm going to have to go with the whistle. Oh, Cal, what about goodness. you? Would you rather have the whistling junk or, I mean, how often are you aroused? Is this going to be a problem? Like, oh, man... Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say if I could change the tune, I would whistle. <laughs> However, like the fact that it's a teapot or a tea kettle every time, someone's casket is... some someone. They're already gone. Let's just go ahead and say yeah. that. They're already, they're already gone. gone. And, it could, and, it could be, and it could be the case that it's just... That one-time affair, maybe it's a poorly attended wake. <laughs> I mean, if you waited until you were really old, you could totally play it off as, like, dementia. But what if there's, like, an issue because you're older and as a guy, it's going to take a little bit longer to get everything going and working? So it's not like a quick, like, four-minute or two-minute or one-minute procedure. They're, like, ten minutes of vigorously beating yourself. <laughs> I, think I mean, you have answer. dementia. What do you, it, well, it doesn't say you that you have to finish. Oh, that's true. It just said furiously masturbate. The other thing that I think with that is if it was like a tea kettle where the whistling was more intense, the more aroused I was. So it was just like a really low <laughs> whoo or like a bah, like when a tea kettle's going hard. That would be kind of crazy, but I think that would get you could hear a tea kettle throughout the house. Yes, you like can. My kids would hear that. Like it could get bad. 
And the other, th- or, you know, I could make the tea kettle just like my ringtone. And so they just think my phone's going off. Like, you didn't there you silence go. your phone again. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yep, yep you're right. I got to silence my phone. Oops. Got to silence my phone. Oops. All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my host, Miss Sparkles. Thanks for being here. Uh, I had a great time. Bye, y'all. And Count, I'm glad you were here, too. Count your chocolate blessings. Okay. <laughs> you do not sound like Count I don't sound anything <laughs> like him. Count dropped off the phone, but we love him so much, and I'm glad he was here. And last but not least, I'd like to give a big shout-out to Bunny, Bunny O'Hare, who has her baby Bunny Fufu. I'd like to send out my heart to Shirley Temper right now because she is like having really bad COVID reactions, and we want her back on the podcast. Our heart also goes out to Ms. Rosie Rosé, who's having all kinds of sinus crap. Our heart goes out to He's not Turd Ferguson Ferguson anymore. He's a wanker. And he's just busy as hell and exhausted. And the same for our Miss, for Miss Lucille Lane. All of you guys, we miss you. And we'll have you all back on the podcast real soon. And hopefully get Count back on here because, man, this Podbean thing, every now and then it just doesn't work. But everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Cheers. All right, friends, I'd like to give a big shout-out and thank you to everyone who is here today, my my co-host, Mrs. Sparkles and Count Chocolate, our sponsors, Lud Lamb Dramatics and Legendary Pretzels. Honestly, if you're looking for an amazing treat, go to legendarypretzels.com, and you can find some of the best treats anywhere. I swear by them. Teacher Needs Drink podcast comes out every Wednesday, and if you'd like to hit us up or send us a message or have a question for us, you can either hit us up through our Patreon, which is only 5 to $10 a month, or you can use the contact page, which is free of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. I would also like to invite all of you, if you like our podcast and want to keep hearing more of it, help spread the word. Tell people you know about it, just one or two people in your school. And if you can, leave a nice review. We could always use more reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, all that good stuff. Anyway, my friends, I love you so much. And one last thing, if you're interested, our step bet for Teacher Needs a Drink podcast comes out on October 11th. That's a Monday. So if you're interested, download the StepBet app and use the code TNAD4. All right, friends, see you there. Thank you. Cheers. I should get a QR code to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast and then just send it out to teachers and they can put that in the shitter stall. So if someone there you go. scan that QR code and get a little action. Yeah, now you're spread thinking. the word.